So, good afternoon, good afternoon, beloved. I'm trying to get all this stuff hooked up, but good afternoon to you. This is Speak Life Radio. I'll go tell my minute. I'll go. I'll go tell my brethren. Rewind. I'll go tell my brethren ministry, which is Sister in Christ, Rachel, Carlene, Renee, a servant and daughter of the Most High God, Lord and King. So I want to welcome you to Speak Life. If I can get it together, today is the 20th of January, 2023. So I'm praying you had the most blessed week. And if you didn't declare it anyway, it, it is gone. We're not going to see this week anymore. So anything before today or even five minutes ago, it is gone forever. Okay. Yes. So I'm lifting up my whole household. I am lifting me with my whole household. I am lifting you with your whole household, beloved. I am lifting the kingdom family <laughs> worldwide, the martyr saints, persecuted saints, those trutting down, those taken by men stealers, those feeling weak, weary, withered, and even worn. We are lifting them, lifting their families in the name of Jesus, lifting children worldwide and lifting those that help to nurture children. Lifting those that help to nurture children in all walks of life. Sick children, well children, adoptive children, children in group homes. I'm praying for staff that's in group homes and detention centers and orphanages and foster. That's, yeah, major because some people not doing right. There's, there's, there's people that's not doing right with foster children. Yeah. Mm, yeah. And natural children some people not doing right with the natural you know so we just gonna pray for children and even the spiritual children the body of christ in the name of jesus so father i come to you lord i am so grateful and so thankful for this speak life in the name of jesus lord god show up show out come on in the door is open i welcome you i acknowledge you so i know you're directing my path lord of my words and 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 everything that is heard lord god father let it let the holy spirit run through both sides of this this uh camera right now to clear there'd be no destruct uh disturbances okay what's going on <laughs> there'd be no disturbances lord god no interference no distractions not even my tongue will bind up everything in the flesh that is trying to be contrary because this word has to go forth throughout all the earth in the mighty and beautiful name of Jesus. Lord, let them see you. Let us hear you and you and you alone. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. So good afternoon. I'm really excited. That could be what's going on because I'm really excited about this where I am so I love, I just love it. I love revelation. I love, I love when I know, when I know this is straight, straight hot on the press from the throne. I love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. So what I came to talk about is planting the seeds of God through application. Planting the seeds of God through application like i never looked at it like that but planting the seeds of god through application 
then the promises are the harvest. The promises, when we plant the word of God through application, the, you know, I didn't ask the Lord, Lord, I need um, scripture. Yeah, mm -hmm. I need scripture. I need the word. But when we plant um, the word of God through application, through application, then the promises are manifested. That's the harvest. The harvest is the promises come forth. So if we sow good seeds, we receive the blessings. If we sow bad seeds, we receive what a curse will come because that's a promise. So, and, and it's all throughout the Bible when he says, the wicked does this and this will happen and the righteous do that and that. Okay, so I'm going to go to James first. But throughout, throughout the word, but especially like in the book of uh, Proverbs and, and it's just, it's throughout. And I just got it today. I mean, I was trying to, I was about to do my hair and stuff. I was like, what? Because this is the thing. This, let me go to James. Um. But this is the thing. I wrote it down so in case I forget. The principles. The principles. I'm just going to say this before I go to James. The principles of life, right? When God talks and he gives us the principles, that's wisdom. Because she's the principal thing. So with her being the principal thing, she's actually telling us the principle. She's the one speaking. She is the one speaking in God, but she's the principal thing. So she gives us knowledge of witty invention because wisdom is prudence, knowledge, equity, discretion, understanding, instruction. She's all, I mean, she, she, you know, so nothing is to be compared to her. And this is um how we make our error because there's so many things that we want, right? But we're comparing, we think it's better than wisdom. We think it's better than wisdom. Some of us, if we lost everything today, some people would literally kill themselves. Some people would literally go mad. They would. But that's why it's hard to receive God. Because with the Lord, you might have to forsake. Not might have to. Our thing is supposed to forsake all. We're supposed to forsake all. And wisdom, wisdom fills in the gaps. That girl right there. Okay, wait a minute. Where was I going to James? James, principal, sow the seed. See, if I would have just planting the seed. Oh, doers. Woo, praise the Lord. Glory to God now. So, um... A harvest okay so this is this is the the all the 66 books right gives us instructions on all things that pertain to life and godliness that through divine do the Lord's divine power so that that's the the beginning so we have to acknowledge that and we have to acknowledge that because when we go through the Bible, anything that we need, it's already written. 
even if it's through examples of everybody else's life. The Israelites, which we are. We are the Israelites. We are. We're the Israelites, okay? And many of us know we are the Hebrews, okay? I'm a Christian Hebrew. Say what you want to say. Through, through wisdom, my girl wisdom and understanding, I understand I'm a Hebrew Christian. But the thing is, right, all throughout the scripture, we learn everything. We learn everything if we're open to wisdom. Wisdom is justified by her children. Okay, I just heard something else. Um, I'm losing this thing quick today because I am excited. Some The seed, the seed, the seed within itself. The seed, everything is within us. It's already planted, my Lord. It's already planted by the Lord. Everything that we'll ever need is already planted by the Lord. It's already planted. It it has a day. Oh, where's that? In its season. So that's Psalm 1 and that's someplace else. I was just reading and it's in its season. It has to be within its season. It's something I read all the time too because it's just, you know, I, I got to pull it together. Okay, so in James... And James, and then no, let me get let me get this. The C. Okay, just hold on with me. I'm gonna pull it together. I'm just really excited because I'm understanding. I'm understanding the principles of God. Because I mean, I'm in here and I'm like this. Things that should be manifesting, where are they? Where are they? So where are they? Because all the promises of God are yea and amen. So where are they? Where are they? And so I got a key. I got a lot of stuff going on. Okay, so James 1, it says in verse 19, Wherefore, my brethren, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. For the wrath of man works not the righteousness of God. So even like, even being anxious or even being, you're not going to fully hear. You're not going to fully hear. So if you just have an angry spirit, you're not going to fully hear because anger is a spirit that's blocking. It's because the, the carnal mind is anonymity. The carnal mind is opposing. That must have been other part. It's a, a, a opposing God. The carnal mind is opposing God, fighting against God, hatred against God. So hatred and angry, they go together. Those are spirits that go together. You don't find too many happy, hateful people. No, they might laugh and joke, but let whatever they hate come into their sight or to their hearing or whatever. All that little laughter and stuff goes because what's in them is like a, a raging wolf. Yeah. Mm -hmm. On the outside, they might look one way, but on the inside, they're raging wolves. What scripture? I'm just not pulling things together like that right now. Okay. But it says here, it says, um, wherefore, verse 21, James 1, wherefore lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness. So superfluity is abundance. 
It's abundance of something, okay? So, of naughtiness. So, superfluity of naughtiness. So, we know naughtiness is nothing good. So, in abundance, there's... It, he says, wherefore, lay apart all filthiness. Yeah. And superfluity of naughtiness. All bad things. Yeah. So, and receive with meekness... The engrafted word. Receive with meekness the engrafted word. I'm just loving it. Receive with meekness. Um, because we have to humble ourselves to the Lord. And what that really means is we're willing to even bow our knees, um, bend our knees and bow our heads. We're willing to even follow the instructions. That's humility. When we're willing to take instructions and actually follow instruction yeah um yeah so when that's humbling ourselves that even to follow instruction because even jesus humbled himself unto death he humbled himself so we have to humble ourselves to even get the promises it's, you know, I don't know. I do know. I just don't know what to say about this. Because you can tell people a million times. But you see where people's faith are. By how they respond. Even the words that they speak. You see where people's faith are. So it says, implanted, engrafted. The implanted. See, it's already in us. The implanted word. Let me tell you, I'm so excited about this. I can't speak for you. It says, so it says, for um, wherefore lay apart, verse 21 of James 1, wherefore lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness, abundance of naughtiness, and receive with meekness, humility, the engrafted word which is able to save your souls so when wisdom is talking to us which is god's word which is god's mind in his heart so when wisdom is talking to us with meekness we are to receive that word no matter where that word comes from it's a sent word to us and we have to receive it i know this is a sent word because I never looked at wisdom as being principles. She's principle. Because wisdom is the principle thing of God. So if there's any principle, it has to come through wisdom. That make me think about principalities. Because it has to come through wisdom. Because she's the principle thing of God. She's, she's the principle thing. So it has to come through wisdom. So there's two types of wisdom you have the holy wisdom of god and then you have the worldly wisdom or the enemy's wisdom which is written in isaiah no which one is that ezekiel i can call them all if i it is written in ezekiel 28 Ezekiel 28 talks about the other wisdom. The Prince of Tyres has a wisdom, which is the enemy, has a wisdom. Yeah, because you got to remember everything is made in spirit, right? And so he's a fallen 
So he was in the presence of God. I mean, all of us are in the presence of God, but we're under the firmament. He was over the firmament. He was near the throne because the heavens is God's throne. So he was there. He's fallen. So he's falling with what he had. Fallen for his feet. Listen, you got to be something. If you can swipe the third of the angels, like they all in the presence of God and they ain't got enough sense to, come on. He is the most subtle. That's what the words say. So it's another form of wisdom, right? Why is it with my nose? So it says here, um, it says, but verse 22, but be you doers of the word, the implanted, the imparted, the engrafted word, be doers of what the word is saying, as in it, whatever season that word is coming up, because you need it. You need wisdom. We all need wisdom. Any man that lacks wisdom, James said that, ask God for it, because everything in its season, we have the seed within it ourselves when we receive Christ. So even when we don't receive Christ, we have a seed. There's only two, the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness. So you, we have a seed from one of these kingdoms in us functioning. We have a seed. We, while we were yet sinners, we all were sinners. We was under that seed, but God has translated us from the, the kingdom of darkness to the light through his son, which is a seed. The word of God is the seed. It's a seed. He says, but be you doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. So when we get a word, if we don't do nothing with it, and and that's our own downfall. That's our own deception. It says the word is a seed. The word is a seed. So it says it here. Uh, 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 uh. Let me find the right. Okay, it's in two of these words. Okay, so Matthew 13, let's see, because I, I love it in Luke 2 and Mark, Mark a little bit. But Matthew 13 says in verse 18, Hear you therefore the parable of the sower, sowing seeds, right? So it says, when anyone hears the word of the kingdom and understands it not, then comes the wicked one and catches away that which was sown in his heart. This is he which received seed by the wayside. Let's go to Luke house real quick. Luke don't mind us popping in because, you know, he know how to. So let's see. It says in Luke. You know, I don't really like showing favoritism, but I really like how it is written um, in Luke because it says, verse um, verse nine, in the disciples of Luke eight, um, and the disciple asked the Lord, the word of God, asked him saying, what might this parable mean? Because we're talking about the sower. And he said, okay. Let's start from verse four for all of those that may not know about the sower. Okay. So verse four of Luke eight, and when much people were gathered together 
and were come to the Lord, the word of God, out of every city. Mm -hmm. The Lord, the word spoke by parable. A sower went out to sow his seed. Okay. This is verse five, Luke eight. And as he sowed, some fell by the wayside and it, the seeds, were trotting down and the fowls of the air, of the air devoured it. And some fell upon a rock and as soon as it was sprung up, it withered away because it lacked moisture. So we know things are not going to grow without water. And if it does, could, you know, could be, uh, hmm, I was about to say mold, but mold grows with water. So let's see. It says, um, because it lacked moisture, verse 7, and some fell among thorns. I did not see that moisture before. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprung up with it and choked it. This is all the seed. Because it says, a sower went out to sow his seed. And as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and it was trotting down, and the fowls of, of the air devoured it. And some fell upon a rock, and as soon as it was sprung up, it withered away because it lacked moisture. And some, and some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprung up with it and choked it. And other fell on good ground and sprung up and bare fruit a hundredfold. And when he, the Lord Jesus, the word of God, has said these things, he cried, He that have ears to hear, let him hear. And his disciples asked him, asked the word, the Lord Jesus, saying, What might this parable be? And he, the Lord Jesus, the word of God said, unto you it is given to know. So when a word comes, it's to us. It's to us that's given to, to know. Because them, they're not going to receive the word. It's going to get thrown by the wayside. It says, unto you it is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God. But to others in parable that seeing they might not see and hearing they might not understand. Now the parable is this, the seed is the word of God. The seed is the word of God. So when we receive a word, it's a seed from wisdom. She's the principle. It's a seed from God through the word of God or through his Holy Spirit, whether it's through somebody, through nature, through a bird, through a song, whatever the case may be. Through, through you could be on the mountaintop and 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 whatever you can be by the ocean, whatever. I would be a little skeptical by that ocean, but you still can get. Uh, I got a lot of revelation by the word, but I didn't really know God, so I'm not sure. But the thing is, right? Because what the sea really. But anyway, so the thing is, when that word is sent. It's a seed. I just want to shout. And when that seed takes root in the ground of our heart, and we begin to work that seed, because whatever, okay, I'll give you an example. Um, a prayer life. So God tells us to pray without ceasing. And in the word, it is said to pray in the morning, Pray in the afternoon and to pray in the evening. 
So if you take on that application, if you take on that form of wisdom, you're going to see a different harvest than somebody that may pray once a day, once a week, once a year, twice a day, because they followed the instruction of that sent word, of that seed. And due to the fact they followed that seed, they're going to get the harvest of the promise from that seed. Okay, so it's just like, um, say, confess one another, pray for one another. So when we take on that application and we start to overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our, when we when we start to confess whatever our faults one to another, then we're going to see the harvest of overcoming because they overcame by the blood of the lamb because we're covered by the blood. We receive Christ. We receive Christ first before we do any application. Because actually we're not going to understand when that word comes anyway. But when we receive Christ and we start to apply the word. So we 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 um praying, no, confessing one to another, right? And so we we were overcame by the blood of the Lamb because we received the blood first. And the word of our testimony. And we love not our life unto death. That will be our harvest. All of that overcaming will be our harvest. Overcaming will be our harvest. And whatever else he says about prayer, for the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous. So when we start to follow the right way, which is the word of God, because his name is righteous, God is righteous and true and just, we will receive the harvest of that righteousness. Whatever that righteousness is attached to in the word of God, we will receive that harvest. Whatever the promised thing is, we're going to receive that promise because we're doing the word. We are applying the word in our life. We're not just hearing the word, but now we're taking on life and death is in the power of the tongue. So when we take on the application and we ask God to even tame our hearts and our tongues. And this is what the word says. This is what the word says, right? The word says this. When we start to, I got bookmarks uh, on my pens and everything because I'm supposed to come back to where it's at. You know. But um, when we start to apply what the Lord says, there's there's a promise attached to it. So this is this is the thing. Love the Lord Jesus. I love you. It says here, um, am I on the right? Am I? Yes. So this is what the word says in Psalm 103. My Lord. It says, um, okay, wait a minute. Wait, let me start in verse one. Bless the Lord. This is Psalm 103. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. So this is what we should be blessed. We should be doing. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not um, all His benefits. Who forgives all thy iniquity? That's a promise. Okay. Who heals all our diseases? We're blessing Him when the blessings go up. When the praises go up, the blessings come down. So this thing says to bless the Lord, which is also to praise the Lord, right? To give him glory, to worship him. And he says, who forgives all our inequities. So that's what we want. We want forgiveness of our inequities and our sins, right? 
who heals all our diseases. That's what we want, right? Who redeems thy life or your life or my life from destruction. That's what we want. We don't want destruction because that's separation from God. It says, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. So that's a crown, okay? <laughs> yes, loving kindness and tender mercies. <laughs> who satisfy your mouth. This is the thing. Now, when we are, what, mm, Lord, I'm all over the place. When we are speaking that seed that God has given us, right? Help me, Lord. Who satisfies your mouth with good things. So wisdom is giving us good things because uh, forward things is an abomination to her. So she's only going to give us the right and the good things to say because good is God. God, is, there's only one good. It, and it says, who satisfies your mouth with good. Here's the promise. So that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Some people look like they never age right? Or their aging is really slow, but their youth, they, they have vigor. They have strength because whatever word God has given them, they speak that. They speak who, who satisfies your mouth with good things, godly things, because that's good. So these are the promises. They are, when we start to put application to what we heard. Whatever you heard on Sunday. Whatever you took in. If you apply that to your life. Whatever blessing goes with that. There's a promise. Not on the good side. I mean the good side. Now I don't know what your pastor preached. Okay. So. But there should be some good news in there. So. When we apply. When we apply. Wisdom. When we applied, did we finish the sower? Yes, because the the word of God is the seed. So this is, you know, a tree by its seed. Is that what it says? You know, a tree. It says here in verse 33 of Matthew 12, either make the tree good and its fruit good or else make the tree corrupt. And this fruit, you know, a tree by its fruit, and, and or the tree corrupt, and its fruit corrupt, for the tree is known by its fruit. So the fruit comes from a seed, which never looks like what is planted. Okay, so the the even the mustard seed don't look like the mustard tree, but when you plant that mustard seed, it's promised to bring forth a mustard plant if you nourish your seed. So we have to protect and guard even our heart, where the seeds are going in. The seeds are going into our heart. So darkness is washing out of our heart because the light is being shown in our heart. So it says, O generation of vipers, how can you being evil speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So he given us good words to go into our heart. So we should be speaking those good words. Because we received the engrafted word of God. But we have to receive the engrafted word of God. So I'm about to close. And I am going to give this nugget again. I gave this nugget before. I think two, once or twice. 
So I'm going to share this nugget again, okay? And I really, because I want to declare it in my atmosphere anyway. So it is wisdom. And many of the attributes of her that she says comes with her, because it does. I am telling you, I got this word because I started looking at um, what I had practiced. I did not understand. This is the thing, too. This is vital. God may be telling you something, right? And it may not even look fruitful. You may not understand why he's telling you it. But I'm a living witness today. You do what the Lord says. There is a harvest growing with it. Because he's told me to do things and I couldn't understand it. I couldn't understand why I'm doing Speak Live. And maybe nobody listens or watch. Even when I was on the actual the radio on Facebook. Maybe nobody watched. Maybe two people. And I was getting so frustrated. At one point, there was a, there was a lot more people. But I know God sent me for the one. But everybody wants people to be watching or listening. It's just, that's, that's just the flesh. But. I was faithful as much as I possibly could. I cried, I cried, I clicked on, I got it. And sometimes I came on looking angry, talking angry, because I was. But when I found out I had to do videos, I was. I was. I did not want to do no lives. I did not. I was so comfortable behind just the voice. And, and that was, woo! But even the first video, I looked angry. I said I was, I was not pleased. But I understand. I still don't understand why the lies, but I understand the speak life at certain some point. Because even and, and this is what the bishop and pastor has said um, when I was with them. He says, even if he gotta preach just him, he gonna preach anyways. If it gotta be just him and his children, he's gonna preach anyway. And that stuck with me. So this is one reason it's been a few years now on Speak Life, and I keep going, even though even yesterday I was ready to quit. But it's like because of the faithfulness. God said, be faithful in a little. So even if there's nobody watching, stay faithful in that little. In the name of Jesus, because those that's faithful in the little will be faithful in much. Those that are not faithful in the little won't be faithful in much. So he's not going to give you anything. He's not going to give it to you because you're not faithful. That's what the that's what Luke tells us. I don't know what chat. I'm gonna see if I can just find it on my own. That's what Luke says. So when we are faithful in anything that God gives to us. And the old saints, I'm telling you, them old saints knew what they was talking about. Those old saints knew what they was talking about. Because the old saints, this this song say, you can't outgive God. Hallelujah, glory to God. You can't outgive God. A sister had told me, yes, just give him a little bit. But give him your best. And watch God. I'm telling you. It is a true principle. Wisdom, wisdom don't lie in the name of Jesus. It's an abomination to her. So when wisdom, the wisdom of God is speaking, this is a principle. You can't outgive God. You got to be faithful with the Lord. It says here, 
um, in verse 8 of Luke 16. And the Lord commanded the unjust servant. There was an unjust servant. We ain't going like that. Because he had done wisely. Uh, verse 1. And the Lord Jesus said, the word of God said unto his disciples, there was a certain rich man which had a steward and the same was accused unto him that he had wasted his goods. So to seize the God sending somebody, the accuser of the brethren could be accusing about that day and night that we're wasting the seed, Lord Jesus. And he called him and said unto him, how is it that I hear this of you give an account we gotta give an account y'all give an account of your stewardship my lord for you may be no longer steward then the steward said within himself what shall i do so it wasn't just the accusation it was the truth okay what shall i do for my lord takes away from me the stewardship i cannot dig to beg is a shame so a rich man, a lot of times, is somebody that's been somebody that has access to God. Somebody, whether it's a uh, of the house of Israel, somebody of the house of Israel, and we're supposed to study to show ourselves approved. We're supposed to receive the word of of the Lord. But this one was accused, and that's what the uh, the enemy, the fallen foe, does. He accuses day and night before God, God's children. So he says to dig. To dig is to study. He don't want to do that. He don't want to study. So this is somebody that really, they're not studying the word. They may not even be reading the word of God. So he says to dig, I cannot dig. To beg, I am ashamed. Now a beggar is most of us. Most of us are beggars. When we go into the house of God and we're hearing the pastor or we're asking somebody, what did this mean? Spiritually, that's a beggar. That's a beggar spiritually. They, they're not the ones that's studying. They're not the ones that, so that's all of us, right? So it says at some point, at some point, that's all of us. Before we start to study, before we start to read, before we start to understand on our own, that's what we do when we go to other people, we're begging. So it says to beg, I am ashamed. So he don't want to, he don't want anybody else to know probably what he don't know, what he should know, right? You the steward. Okay. So it says, I am resolved, or I know what to do. I am resolved what to do, that when I am put out of the stewardship, he already know you're going to be put out, because it's the truth. So when I am put out the stewardship, they may receive me into their houses. So he called every one of the Lord's debtors, of his Lord's debtors unto him, and said unto the first, how much owe you um, unto my Lord? He said, 100 measures, all of us, 100 measures of oil, anointing. And he said unto him, take your bill and sit down quickly and write 50 because you're not walking in 100% of what you've been given. Then he, uh, then he said to another, and how much owe you? And he said, 100 measures of wheat. And he said unto him, take your bill and white, write uh, 40 score, should be 80. So he didn't tell him to sit down, though. The other one has to sit down because they're in position. Hmm. And some form of position. And 
verse eight, and the Lord commended, he commended the unjust steward because he had done wisely for the children of this world are in their generation wiser than the children of light, the children of God. Okay. And I say unto you, make to yourselves friends of the mammon of unrighteousness, that when you fail, can also be die, when you fail, they may receive you into everlasting habitation. Why? Because Jesus sat with sinners. Okay. And it says, he that is faithful in that which is least is faithful also in much. And he that is unjust in the least is unjust also in much. If therefore you have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, who will commit to your trust the true riches? I'm in uh, Luke 16, verse 12 now. And if you have not been faithful in that which is another man's, God's word I see, God's whatever office, whatever anointing, whatever promises. It says, and if you have not been faithful in that which is another man's, who shall give you that which is your own? No servant can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one, which God, one God, he is one, and love the other, or else we will hold to the one, the Lord, kingdom of God, and despise the other. You cannot serve God and man. So that seed, we got to be faithful. Because that seed produces a promise of harvest. Whatever is promised is in that harvest. It's in that harvest. You will not be able to gather a good harvest without sowing a good seed. So I send the word of God to the people of God, to the ears of God, to the hearts of men. I pray somebody gets something out of this. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, peace and blessings to all of you. In Jesus' name, peace.